No, it's not deja vu, and no, this isn't a repeat. We watched Holla, If You Hear Me Kill You. We watched it so you don't have to. So you know what time it is. What's up, Moon Goons? Welcome to Horrible Horror, the podcast where we watch the worst of the worst in horror movies. Movies so bad they're scary. I'm your host, Mr. Marshall Hampton. Joining me today, as always, is my buddy, my co-host, Mr. Aaron Southworth. Aaron, how are you doing on this frigid, frigid uh, night? <laughs> I mean, it's pretty nasty. Uh, it may be frigid outside, but my face is warm. I'm growing out a long, luxurious beard. That is about as white as the snow outside, <laughs> except for the mustache area, which like kind of goes into a Fu Manchu, but that's all like dark gray. It's a weird looking beard, but I'm rocking it, baby. Yeah, but yeah we're talking about, we probably have about six to eight inches outside, depending on the snow drift. Yeah. But I, yeah, the whole country is just drifting this horrible, horrible storm. I know people in Texas, so we have listeners in Texas, you know, good luck, guys, because basically all in Texas lost its power. <laughs> Yeah, so. Texas and like Mississippi and some places, they just lost our goddamn minds. They don't know what the fuck to do. Like, I don't think they've ever even seen snow or have the equipment. Part of me, part <laughs> like of me, plows like, to clear the streets. Part of me is like, kind of think it's so funny. I'm like, ha ha ha. But people are dying too. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> so, yeah, that's no Good bueno. luck, guys. That's no bueno. Yeah. Good luck to everybody. Stay warm, stay safe. Uh, and speaking of staying warm, nothing better than to just stay inside, curl up, and listen to a podcast like ours about some shitty horror movies. That's what we do, and that's what we're bringing you. Uh, this week, we're continuing. We're doing another uh, installment into our Black History Month uh, movie series. Um, this one is called Holla If You Hear Me Kill You, uh, also known as Holla If You Hear Me. Which don't be confused with the last year when we did last year called Holla If You Hear Me. Two different movies. We have this is like the fourth movie I think we've now found that has Holla, you know, something to do with Holla in the title. Um, it's insane that think these are and none of them are related. Like Holla and Holla Two are, but Holla If You Hear Me and Holla If You Hear Me Kill You are not related to each other or the other two in any way, what shape, form. And it just blows my mind that I keep coming across these. It um, just really bums me out, you know, that, like, I get holla, all right. And then there's all these other holla, like, movies. It's like, I'm just waiting for, why don't I just call, like, a movie series for shizzle or something <laughs> like that? It, it's, it's, it's like, come on, guys. You know? <laughs> just, uh, does it have to be so stereotypical? Come on. <laughs> I mean, come on. We there was uh, I was the Snoop Dogg one, like, like the hood or, or 
Tales from the Hood or something like that. That's pretty. Well, those Tales from the Hood, that was, but he did Bones. Yeah, that's right. That's um, right. He did Bones. Yeah. Tales, mm-hmm. um, Tales from the Hood's cool. I like that. That's that's just fine, but Holla. Holla, and Holla. Like, I don't I don't mind one being called Holla, but like all these other like spin-off spoofs, get some fucking originality, you know? <laughs> yes. Um, but that said, let's move on. Um, this movie was released on September 1st of 2006. Uh, it's written and directed by Mark Harris. Uh, you, it's not, you can't find this streaming anywhere right now. So if you want to watch it, um, good luck. The only way to do it is to actually buy a physical copy of it off of Amazon, uh, which my dumbass did. I had to buy two copies, one for me, one there, for Aaron. <laughs> there is a reason. There is a reason you cannot find this anywhere streaming. <laughs> yeah. There is a damn good reason. Um, the cast, we ain't talking about a single fucking person in this cast. There's nobody worth talking about. None of them have really done have done anything worth mentioning. So we're just going to fucking move on and, and jump in and get this started. Um, so Can we, we talk about anything else first? <laughs> I don't want to talk about this movie. I mean, we've done some obviously bad movies. Real stinkers, but this is probably in the top five. We well, we've done like over two hundred episodes, right? Yes. This has got to be in the top five, if not top three. Wow, of one that, of the that's worst pretty strong. That's a bold proclamation there. Uh, it's putting in the top five, fucking, top three. <laughs> I feel like I'm already showing my hand, but I don't give a you fuck. You think? <laughs> you just want to show it, dude. You just flopped it down the table and said, "Here it is." Put <laughs> my cock out too. Yeah. It's like bam. <laughs> So we open in a recording studio where some rapper is in the ah! dropping. Already, it. I hate it. Already, <laughs> I hate it. Goddamn rappers! I talked about it last. I week. know. I, I that's what I meant to bring up. Like, I like as soon as you said that last week, and we got this like, oh, Aaron's gonna love this one because it's exactly Fucking... what you said last week. <laughs> Jesus, can't you guys do anything different? Every black horror movie is a rapper. It's a rap group. It's a R and B artist. Oh God. So sorry. Yeah, the rapper's in the booth dropping his quote-unquote sick rhymes to some dope beats while his mega producer called Sniper is working the board. Um, and during this thing, it does, we hear the song, and it sounds like a blatant like DMX ripoff to me. Like, I'm not sure. Like, it straight up sounds like DMX. And, and there's, it's not. There's no way they could afford to get his music, but it's just somebody trying to be DMX. Um well, they're not trying. They're not trying very hard because the music does not re- match up. Thank you. with the rapper's mouth. Yes, that's what I wasn't sure. I'm like, I, what? I can't tell if this is just supposed to be like opening, you know, background music, just the opening, or if just the song is actually supposed to be what the rapper is rapping. Because if it is, they clearly fuck that up because there, there's it's all over the place. Like you said, it doesn't match up at all. It's terrible. Um, so right there, you're already off to some pretty shit, uh, a, a shitty good start. Um, so after that, we cut to the mega producer sniper arriving back at his shitty ghetto house in this plain, outdated Chevy Blazer. And I only bring this up because throughout this entire movie, they keep bringing it up and making out that sniper is like basically like Dr. Dre, this giant music producing mogul but here he is living in basically a, a ghetto 
shitty ghetto house driving a crappy Chevy Blazer. Um, nothing about him screams success at all. Yeah, he he comes to his he's this mega superstar rap artist, and let's let's just cut the crap and say you know a lot of rappers are obsessed with possessions and bling and and yeah. presentation. You know, if you're gonna be a multi-millionaire, you know, you're not gonna have a fucking low to middle class income house in the burbs with driving your shitty cutlass or whatever it was. It's a shitty but it's not have- even the burbs, dude. It's like the straight up ghetto if you look some and like there's like project apartments nearby and like across the streets like these rundown homes. Like it's it's a pretty shitty area. It's that- it's so dumb. It's terrible. Um so I I don't know. But, but, but the best part about this, this what we're talking about, about him being this mega producer and not really coming through with it, um, actually comes up later uh, and deals with the studio itself, which I'll bring up when we get to it. But, oh, my God, I, could, I just could not stop laughing about it. Um, so we get to this mogul house, and he goes uh, around to the side of the house, which because it doesn't even have a proper front door, uh, and the door he does go into has one of those barred security doors in front of it. And I'm pretty sure the windows are barred too. So again, just another sign that this mega successful music mogul is living the high life. Apparently, <laughs> not not in the same neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. so well, Marshall, anyways, he likes to keep it. He likes to keep it really yeah, real. Yeah, he keeps it real, real. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, Sniper goes inside to unwind. He calls his boo on the cell and tells her that he's he's tired and he's just going to chill and go to bed for the night. And as soon as he gets off the phone, he chugs some tea, I think. I don't know what, it's something. Um, well, they, yeah, yeah, it's, I think it's it's in a craft. It's like in a craft, like an orange juice craft you get at fucking Denny's yeah, like or a, some like a crappy brunch restaurant. craft. Yeah, it's, or, it's like a coughed. red, it's like too light to be wine, too dark to be juice. But and he's not, drinking it like it's alcohol. Yeah, but it's you not. Know, like, yeah, ugh. but it's certainly not whiskey or, or bourbon. It's not like a. It, it looks like tea. It looks like fucking. I got tea. it. I got it. It's cranberry juice because he has a UTI. Ah, there we go. <laughs> got to keep them pipes clean. So he chucks his cranberry juice. Uh, maybe he's got to take a piss test to him for some reason. He's trying to get that <laughs> weed out of that system. Too late, man. He already smoked a big fucking blunt. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, he did. I wasn't sure if that was a cigar. Just a, yeah, fat. Uh, Stogie, uh, you know, spliff. Um, so anyway, he gets off the phone, and as soon as he turns around, he gets killed by our costume killer, who just stabs Sniper in the neck with a large kitchen knife. He falls on the floor. Ble- he's dead. Like boom, he's gone. And so, you know what? The blood, the blood effects, and the whole thing actually wasn't that bad. No, this the blood effect on this was not bad. Um, it was a decent amount coming out of his neck. He coughed up some good mouth blood. Not a bad effect overall. So we can't can't get him for that one. Uh, we roll the title card and credits, and that and it says, and the credits say, "Holla if you hear." That's it. They, it's like they forgot to write the rest of the title on the title card credit scene. Like I don't get. Like I know the movie has two different titles: "Holla if you hear me kill you" and "Holla if you hear me." Um, which is makes it even more funny and fucking because they didn't get either one of those titles right in the opening credit sequence. Like, how do you miss that? Who fucked that up? Like, Jesus Christ. It's so fucking, like, 
I don't know, just that's fucking that's, 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 shake, man. You're that amateur. just shows you the bush league nature of this fucking movie. Yeah. And really quick, how are you gonna leave out our hearing impaired and hearing impaired brothers and sisters? Holler if you hear. Come on. <laughs> it's like a slap in the face. Yeah, that's not politically. I guess that's uh that's a uh, what do you call it? They're not woke enough or fucking bullshit. Um anyway. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so I also want to comment on some of the ridiculous names of the quote unquote actors in this movie. Oh, 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 yeah. No, no, these, these are ridiculous. These are the actors. These are not the characters. These are the actors. Yeah, these are not the, these are not the character names. These are the people playing the stupid characters. So we have Sin Dule, spelled C Y N, Revelation 810, Shilia Chalaki. BLT, Theophilius <laughs> Jamal, and when did Jamal become a last name, by the way? That's just weird. Shiri Bynum, Cherokee Princess. That's and, my favorite. That's my favorite, too. And Malak, Malaki One. Like, these are their names they're going by. Again, it's like, holy fuck. It's just like, I just, I'm besides myself at this point. And we're, the movie hasn't even properly started yet. And we're like two minutes in. I'm, I'm already throwing my papers in the air. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not taking any notes. I'm just like, God damn it. Just let's finish up. Hurry up. So we cut to some crappy brick warehouse. We're inside. We meet our main cast of pretty much identical, interchangeable characters who are all rappers on Sniper's label uh, and some music hoes and hoochies all gathered together in an office, I think? Uh, yeah. And they're crying over the death of Sniper. Yeah, let's, 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 let's just break this down real quick. And I know we're going to talk about it at some point. Might as well get out of the way. The sound is horrible. Yes. Just horrible. They don't have a microphone, like a, like they have a boom mic, but they have it for like the whole room. Yeah. You know, and the whole reason I know they have a boom mic is you see it from yeah. time to time. <laughs> yes, the boom. You. Yeah. Every now and then the boom mic just dips down into shot. <laughs> it's, it's, it's there. <laughs> had I not seen it, I wouldn't have believed they had a boom mic. <laughs> the sound is horrible and everyone's talking over each other. Yeah. You can hardly understand what people are saying half the time. The camera work and <sighs> I actually read something about this movie. I was just, it's like they, they, the person who reviewed it said they were curious if they were going for an NYPD blue effect of kind of <laughs> zooming in and zooming out. But honestly, it just looks like someone doesn't know how to fuck to use a camera and they don't have a tripod to save their fucking life. Yeah. It's a mess. It is a mess. Um, so, uh, Pretty much, like I said, almost everybody looks the same. They're, they're, they don't really stand out. The only one that stands out vis that's visually different is the white guy, who I just call MC Cross-Eyed. Uh, <laughs> I seriously cannot take this guy fucking seriously because he looks fucking retarded and goofy. He's his eyes, one eye is looking in the camera, the other eye is looking at somebody off screen. I it's weird. He, I cannot, I just can't take this guy seriously as he's supposed to be some big superstar rapper. Yeah, um, I, like like his eyes are crossed almost half the movie. Yeah, he looks I'm sorry, but he, it's bad. Yeah, I feel like his 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 face is saying to his eyes. I saw. Uh, uh, I guess you're wondering why I brought you together. <laughs> Zing. Uh, but yeah, uh, I had a PE coach like that. Oh yeah, I, I had a PE coach with 
crazy crossed eyes. And I remember like kind of getting in trouble one. Uh, he also taught health. I remember I was like asking a question and he's not looking at me. And he's like, Southworth, speak up. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> it's just like his vision was off. Like he's 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 looking kind of like at the guy next to me, but he's apparently he was looking at me. <laughs> Holy shit, that guy was a trip. Oh, someone threw a brick at him one time. Oh, Jesus. He pounded his chest and said, Come on, fight like a man. We were in seventh grade. Jesus. I went to a pretty tough junior high. <laughs> Central Junior High. Central Junior High, baby. Don't fuck with Central. Um anyway, uh yeah, Central is not in the middle city anymore. It's moved out to the burbs now. They will they yeah, the entire yeah, school. It's no longer in the middle of the city. It's a, it's in the burbs. Um, good yeah. <laughs> uh anyway in comes deuce with mr mace who i i don't know who these people are i don't know if they're like the labels lawyer accountant businessman it's i don't know who these unclear. fucking people are they're just there um he mace tells the cops that they will be asking questions and that they're all probably going to be suspects in sniper's murder um this is where i have my sound quality notes are pretty shitty uh, you have a hard time understanding what's going on um, during the rare times that they and basically, I would say not like 90% of this movie is just everybody yelling at each other and like thugging each other out. And it's terrible. Just nonstop yelling oh, and, and so ghetto bad. speak. And it just, it's ter- It's garbage. And when they're not doing that, you can't hear what they're saying. Um, but when we just jump to Mace in his office going over some paperwork, he gets up to leave and he goes to use the bathroom first. Um, as soon as he leaves the room, we see the killer show up from fucking nowhere, pick up this freshly sharpened pencil from the desk and hide in a closet. Mace comes back, sits down, sharpens another pencil before he can get back to work. The killer pops up behind him, kills Mace by stabbing him in the forehead with a fucking pencil. Like, I'm sorry, but I don't think this would be very possible. I mean, the forehead is like the hardest part of the human body, the thickest bone. And you're telling me a fucking number two pencil with a tip that breaks from the slightest pressure, like when you're trying to write with it, is going to puncture through this forehead bone? Like, and not just like a little bit of puncture, like three inches in. Like, it, it it's fucking bullshit. But <laughs> Oh, it's insta-kill. Insta-kill. Yeah, insta-kill. All right, so now we're just going to cut to uh, the home of, of one of these, the, the hoes, whose name I have no idea what the fuck it is, because you know what? It doesn't fucking matter. It Johnny. doesn't matter! Uh, I just call her Tahoe, um, who, and she finds a letter stuck under her windshield wipers. And then we jump right back to the studio where one of the guys also gets a letter. Um, I don't know who this guy is. Might be Deuce. I don't fucking know. I don't know. Um the writer basically reads, meet us at Loom's restaurant at four today, signed the fam. That's the letter that everybody's getting. Uh, now we jump to a much nicer house. Uh, most of all, our characters are gathered around uh, talking about how they all got the letter and what they're going to do, what this means. Um, and that they all say that none of them, like, we, none of them killed Sniper. We, we, you know, we didn't do it. We all just stick together. Um, but then they decide that they should all go back and hang out at the studio, like back in the good old days before all the bling and the chains and, and all the success in honor of Sniper. 
And guess what? That's what they fucking do. Uh, except for Deuce, who <laughs> says he is, I have to go out of town on a business trip. I got, you know, uh, for the label or something like that. So he doesn't go. But it was everybody's like, uh, talking about the good old days, the good, good old days. days, the good old days. You want to talk about days? Yeah, let's talk about, let's talk about them days. days. Ghostface killer. Say, yeah. <laughs> um, so we cut to the Chicago Police Department where we meet Officer Walker. I'm pretty sure that's his name. Uh, interrogating our newest main character named Juice. Um, this scene is pretty much fucking pointless and it gets old real fast. It's just Juice trying to act all hard and thuggish, which like I said, is pretty much what all every character does throughout this whole movie. Um, the two best lines of this scene are something along the lines of like, uh, where the cop says to Juice, he says something like, you're sitting there trying to look all like iced tea, but you're really Millie Vanilli. I thought that was kind of funny. And then he says something like, you may call yourself Juice, but you're no OJ or something like that as far as to like, <laughs> I guess when <laughs> kids are tough or killer or something. I don't know, but they weren't bad. That was probably the best lines in the whole movie. Um, now we jump to Tall Ho and Short Ho talking in one of their bedrooms about Tall Ho's relationship with someone. And now Short Ho is jealous and hurt by that relationship because I think Tall Ho's guy is Short Ho's ex or something, but fuck it. Who cares? It doesn't matter. It's all confusing and is garbage anyway. Um, and again, it's just hard to understand what everyone's saying. Yeah. Because they're not, you know, it's, no, yeah, go on. They're, they're talking over each other. Mm-hmm. The sound quality is bad and they haven't established any of the characters. They're just saying random names. I'm like, who the fuck is that? Who the fuck is that? Yeah, who the I fuck is that? I think Tahoe's name is Tiffany. Um, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They, I feel bad. Like these are the most one dimensional like no dimensional they're, they're just it's just like fodder it's just like bodies here yeah they don't do anything to develop these characters these are supposed to be like rappers and successful rappers yeah like that like big time talk about their fucking success a little bit give us an insight as to who they are it's fucking simple to do yeah i, I mean speaking of what like so that's a great point because later on in the movie we find out these hoes who i thought were just like groupies or lack- lackeys or something like that they're actually like supposed to be singers themselves. So like they're supposed to be successful, like R and B singers or actual singers. I thought this whole time they're just hoochies, you know, hang on hoochies. Basically. I didn't think they right. were supposed to be part of the label or successful. And yeah, you can't understand what they're saying because everybody's either sp- speaking too softly when they're not yelling at each other, or they're speaking like this weird, you know, like the, the ghetto abonic speak that you can't fucking understand. Cause it's all, most of them are just mumbling it. Like there's no uh, Marshall, pronunciation. It's, it's just mumble. black English vernacular. Thank you. Black English vernacular. Yes. Whatever. Um, hey, I have a degree in speech communication, buddy. <laughs> um, anyway, so um, next is a scene with Asian Ho, who is actually pretty good looking. Uh, she's probably the best looking girl in the movie. Uh, her and Short Ho. Um, uh, anyway, then uh, there she's. There's a scene with Asian Ho and then Scratch and Deuce. Deuce, we've seen Scratch is kind of, is one of the other rappers. He's one of the main characters. Um, we find that both Scratch and Asian Ho have motives for killing Sniper, but Asian Ho's uh, is her motive's pretty weak from what I remember. So and again, it doesn't really matter. Scratch, however, we find out oh, apparently owes Sniper like half a million dollars in something. I don't know back taxes or. I don't, he's not counting, so I don't know. But he owes, owes him money for something. Um, next, we see MC Cross-Eyed and his hoe, uh, 
and his Jewish hoe entering the studio. Uh, they bump into Scratch. MC Cross-Eye introduces the Jewtalian hoe to him as my alibi, Samantha. Uh, Scratch keeps calling MC Cross-Eye a wigger, which is kind of funny. Because um, I haven't heard that in since like the 90s. Uh, was the last time I heard that <laughs> word used. Um, so uh, moving on. We jump to Deuce back in his office. Um, which is weird because I thought he was supposed to be out of town on a business trip, but here he is. He's finishing up work. Uh, he leaves, and this is when we get the reveal that blew my mind and just made me fucking laugh so much. Uh, so we find out that, remember, the super mega recording studio that's supposedly behind platinum, platinum level selling artists is in a fucking mall. This place is like the glamour shots of rap music. It's in a fucking mall. Are you kidding me? Are you serious? Who came up with this shit? I mean, why? Why in the blue hell would they put this studio in a goddamn mall? I mean, could you imagine like Sun Records or Death Row was located in a goddamn shopping mall for Christ's sake? Come on, man. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> It is. It's the weirdest mall. It is. It's such it's a the, weird, the most ghetto mall I have ever seen in my life. It's so strange. It's so empty and it's, vacant. And it's like they have. They don't. It's like they have like they're not deep stores. It's just like storefronts. Yeah. It's it's so bizarre. Yeah. And like there's there's a lot of empty space. So much empty space. There's like long hallways of nothing. Yeah. And like, it's but it's not like it's not like building I've ever seen from. It's not like, you know, today's mall. There's a lot of closed stores and stuff like that. It's not like there's closed stores. There's just nothing there. It's just a solid wall, like a long solid wall, and then a store, and then yeah. a long solid wall and a store. In a store. Yeah. It's really bizarre. Yeah. And the security guard. Did we talk about the security we're, guards? No, yet? we're about to. Like, we, we get. That's who we meet next. Um, we meet the two security guards who look more like waiters than security guards. And they're just standing around their, their hostess stand jaw jacking. Basically. I honestly, dude, I honestly wasn't like, I was like looking at my daughter or something. I look back up and I'm like, what's with the two chefs? You know, because <laughs> behind them is a fucking empty buffet spread. It's not like that. Yeah. And, and it looks like, like you're standing like, and sticking it, up. Yeah, and they look oh. like you're standing at like a hostess st- a stand at the front of a restaurant or something like that. And they're just oh, wearing God. plain white shirts. There's nothing about these guys says security guard at all no um so we meet those guys and that's it they're sitting around jaw jacking while back in the studio scratch is in the booth laying down a track um and again the music and the lip sync are light years apart they cannot get this right like what just stop doing that then just stop if yeah you get it right don't do it um the whole brigade for some reason starts singing amazing grace for some unknown fucking reason. Like that's the <laughs> random thing. Yeah. This guy in here is rapping like bitches, hoes, money, cash, hoes, or, you know, oh, that's Jay-Z, but whatever. And he, and then out in the fucking recording area, he's like, amazing. Great. Like what is happening? What is going on? It's just, Oh, it's so ridiculous. Um, so then juice enters with some new hoe, who I'm just going to call Bald Ho. Um, Bald Ho is just fucking terrible. She's so goddamn annoying. All she does is talk shit and pick fights with everyone else. She, she's, well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. terrible. She, yes, yeah, she does pick fights with everyone. But 
everyone throughout this whole movie is constantly in each other's face, yeah. talking shit. Looks like they're about to fight, and they're supposed to be family. Yeah, these you guys, know, like, yeah, they're supposed to be close knit friends. They came up together. We're all like, these. Are, yeah, no, it, it, nobody acts like friends in this movie at all. These are all horrible people. Horrible, Just terrible people. The fucking worst. Like it make like watching them interact, and there's a lot, a lot. There's so much of them just talking shit to each other. It made me like uncomfortable. Yeah. And I thought to myself, would I ever tolerate that for my friends? I'm like, no, I would. I, I obviously choose to surround myself with good people who we like laugh and joke a little bit here and there. But it's not like I'm standing up, getting in your face, like do something about it, bitch. Yeah, and that's but and it's yeah. That's it's like so unbel. It's I don't believe it. It takes me out of it. Yeah. It, it makes me not want these people to leave, like live. Exactly. I want that's the killer to win. I said the same thing. Like you, you're supposed to have characters that are likable that you want them to at least one of them that you want to like pull for and get behind. Like all right, and and fear for them in these situations. But the, when they do this shit, and we've said it before in other movies, but this is just a prime example when they do this garbage just garbage people when you want you don't want any of them they're all terrible you just want fuck you fuck all of you you can all die and i'd be much happier if you did like it's it's that bad uh i don't know why people insist on writing that who thinks that's gonna make for good entertainment like who wants to watch this nobody um hence you cannot find it streaming yeah (laughs) um so, but, and like you said, the whole point of them coming here was to relax and have this friendly get together. But like in a matter of moments, as soon as they walk, they're all yelling at each other, turning on each other, um, mean thugging each other and trying to act all hard and, and big and bad and all that shit. And like, it gets really old, really fucking fast. And it goes on for what feels like forever. I mean, pretty much the next 20 minutes of this movie is just everyone yelling at each other for like 20 minutes in this one small room. Uh, so we're yeah, skipping that's, over. That's the that's the true horror. Like I feel claustrophobic. I feel uncomfortable. I want to get out of this situation, but I gotta watch this goddamn movie for this <laughs> fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like getting I'm like ah, my anxiety shooting up through the roof. Fuck. So we're just skipping over several minutes. We're skipping to a scene where of Detective Walker and his partner or boss or something, Lieutenant Tots. Uh, staking out the studio. I, oops, I mean the mall. Uh, Lieutenant Tots looks like an Asian John Travolta from Pulp Fiction, kind of. Uh, white, you know, white shirt, black tie, long black hair, black sh- blazer. I got, I got Asian Edward James almost because he's got the bad pox. The bad he does have the marks. pox marks. I thought about that yeah, he's too. Got the, he's got the pox so I was marks. saying yeah, he's he's uh, Asian uh, Edward James almost mixed with John Travolta from Pulp Fiction. <laughs> And Asian, yeah. <laughs> He's a weird hotbot of a character. Um, back in the mall, which is now closed, keep that in mind. It's closed, but for some reason, these guys have free reign of the mall, which makes zero fucking sense. Like, okay, you're in the studio, fine, but they just, like, go all, all over the mall. Like, free reign of this whole thing. Um, which, eh, I don't know why this group is allowed, allowed to hang out. I don't know. Fuck it. I don't know why they're allowed in the closed mall. Um, how they get in the mall in the first place, I don't fucking know. Um, so now we meet two more characters. And again, I ask, how the fuck do these guys get in the closed mall? We've never seen these two before, but they're just there hanging out like Jane Silent Bob up against the quick stop. <laughs> up against the wall, hanging out there. Um, 
Regardless, this new guy and girl, there's hanging out from some clothing shop, which is next to a nail salon, which is like the only time you ever see two stores next to each other in this entire movie. That's the only, only time. Um, up comes Scratch, MC Cross-Eyed, Juice, and Bald Ho. Um, Scratch asks the new dude, like, what's up? And new dude is slightly chubby Hispanic or Asian guy, not really sure, with the weirdest and stupidest looking quote-unquote beard. It's literally just a neck beard. He has no mustache. Um, oh, he does. I'm sorry. He has a little bit of a mustache, but then there's no goatee. There's no like cheek stubble, no cheek beard, jaw beard. It's just a mustache and then neck beard. It's so odd and re- just fucking retarded looking. It's the stupidest thing I think I've ever seen. Uh, I don't know who, why, why any of think that's a good look, but wow, is it bad. It's um, unique. It's unique. I'll, I'll give him I'll that. Give, yeah, it's unique. Um, next to him is this, uh, is another black girl. This one is dressed a little more regularly uh, than the other hoes, and she wears glasses. So I'm gonna call her a classy ho. Um, <laughs> the two of them tell the others that Mace never made it home last night, and that Sniper's killer also apparently stole thousands of unreleased tracks worth millions of dollars. Millions of dollars of unreleased music tracks that they found on burned CVD, CDs in his home. Apparently. $10 So you're telling me. Because they, <laughs> they did show that. They did show that in, like when they first killed him yeah. in, the, in the beginning scene. He steals, I'm talking like maybe five or six CDs. Yeah, like about five or six like, CDs. Yeah. Yeah, he grabs a handful of CDs. I'm like, okay, well, that's... They're just CDRs, man. (laughs) Yeah, like, that's a really petty thing to kill a man over is a couple CDs. I'm like, well, that guy really has a... (laughs) Really wants some CDs. But apparently, apparently, these tracks are so banging and unreleased that he only keeps them on CDs. There's no, like, master system or drive that you would keep it on or the actual studio you recorded it in Mm -hmm. is this the only place you're going to be able to get these cds these tracks yeah i i I don't understand that's that's just bad that's pretty shitty management too like on his part if these are worth 10 million millions and millions of dollars i don't think you just just leave them lying around on a desk in your ghetto house he had those in a safe like i said lock up in a studio somewhere yeah, I don't understand, and I don't understand the logic behind it. Like, no. why would you have it on loose CDs mm-hmm. and not like in your studio yeah. or <laughs> on a like a, a secured computer system? I mean, Grant, this is it's 2006, so yeah, they had MP3 music files at this time. It's not like it's the 80s and they had to have, you know had a hard copy on tape or something like that. Right, the format. Jeez, I mean, why? It's just, it's so dumb. It's so dumb. Like, I don't. It's, and it's it's easy to explain away if you wanted to be like he didn't trust the manager so he put them on CDs and destroyed these are the only remaining copies he was, you know you can say something like that but they're just like he has these ten million dollars CDs <laughs> yeah I don't know but anyways so the the Hispanian or the Hispanic guy leaves Juice <laughs> and Baldho start arguing back and forth because that's all everybody does about scratch and classy ho start making out for some reason just out of nowhere it's like sure. hey babe let's make out so all right so they start making out uh eventually bald ho decides she wants to leave but reduce refuses to go with her he tells her that the only way out of this building this time of night is 
You guys want to take a guess of where the only way out of the mall is at night? Where that is? Well, if you guess the fucking basement, you win! Ding, 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 ding! Are you kidding me? The only way out of the mall at night is through the basement? What? What mall has a fucking basement that leads to the outside? Like, I'm not saying there's not a basement with maybe maintenance tunnels and shit. Sure, fine. But I don't think there's a lead to the outside in the middle of the night that that door would be unlocked. Are you kidding me? The, the, the logic and the writing of this movie is so... Oh, I don't, I'm, I'm out of adjectives. Like, it's just so bad. It, it's terrible. Uh, Classy Ho ends up just walking off by herself, too. For some, she's like, she gets, I guess, done making her makeout session. She just leaves. Uh, Juice goes back to the studio while Scratch heads off to find a snack. Because I guess the food court's open at this time of night, too, for some reason. I don't know what's going on anymore. We cut back to Bald Ho making her way through the dark bowels of the mall. Um, of course, the killer pops up because. Yeah, he's down in the basement too for some reason, of course. Chases her for a second or two and then just stabs her a few times, killing her. She's dead. Yeah, it's what it's a shadow kill off screen. Yeah. Like he, he runs her into another room, the camera doesn't follow, and you just see their silhouette, you know, the silhouette of him stabbing down. Um stylistically, not bad. You know, I mean it was kind of it was like, okay, I, I haven't seen a silhouette kill in a long time, but you know, and it wasn't it wasn't poorly done. No, and I, I gotta say, I the, say the basement is probably the coolest place to shoot. I mean, like the lighting is good there, like it's creepy, like that. They have if a you couple, say they, good, I'm about get, the lighting's shit in this movie. It's pretty bad. Oh, it's horrible. In the basement, but, at least makes sense for it to be dark. Yeah, so, it, yeah, but it's like it's it's bright enough that you can see, but dark enough that you know it's dark. You know, I mean, it it works, and oh. they 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 do film a lot of kills and a lot of shit, so they use it quite a bit. Yeah. But um, yeah, that she 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 she's dead. So fuck Baldo. Yeah, fuck you know, Baldo. She's gone. gone. Yeah, thank God. Um, now there's a short scene with the Hispasian and the two security guard at the hostess stand. Uh, they shoot the shit for a bit, uh, but I can't understand what the fuck any of them are saying. They're all talking ghetto mumble. Uh, and no and, and it's this horrible sound. It's horrible. A, no sound. one's enunciating anything. I I don't know. So fuck who knows. Uh. And like I said, the security guards, uh, these fuckers suck. I mean, how? First of all, like I said, they're security guards. Like, the mall is closed. It's the middle of the night. And none of them are like, hey, how'd you get in here? What are you still doing here? The mall is closed. Uh, anyway, Hispasian leaves. The guards do some more jaw jacking. And then one of them, uh, the one with the cornrows, uh, he, heads, he heads off somewhere to do something. It doesn't fucking matter. Uh, then we just jump to a janitor sweeping up in the tunnels in the basement. So now there's a janitor. Uh, oh, you mean you mean booty shorts janitor? Booty shorts janitor, yeah. Uh, she's where it's a gal. It is a girl. And we don't yeah. really see it, but she's like she's got like long fingernails. Her fucking hair is done up. She's got booty shorts and like like a like crystal bling bling shirt on. Yeah, and like, you know her name. She looks like, like she's Shaniqua going or something. She yeah. looks like she's going to the fucking club or something. Short and she's sitting odds. down, and and she's sweeping the basement. Mm-hmm. Like the, I'm like the this maintenance is... tunnel on, in the basement. She's sweeping like, that. This is this is your fucking janitor. Yeah, <laughs> this is this, this this you know like ghetto fabulous. You know, I mean she she's just all she's she's all blinged out. Yep, ready to go party, but um, she's sweeping. 
She's sweeping the tunnels, and then she finds a trail of blood, uh, and it leads her to find uh, Mace's dead body, which, what? He was killed in an office. What? So the killer dragged him all the way from the office, I guess leaving a trail of blood somewhere, all the way through the tunnels into this like little side maintenance room where he just dumps the body. I mean, just if you think about the steps that that takes to get that, it, it, again, it's just asinine. It's it, goddamn idiotic. It's, I can't, I just can't with this movie. Uh, anyway, the killer leaps out, chases the janitor for a bit, but for also killing her by stabbing her in her soft, wet aisle. Ooh, nice. Right in the aisle. Man, you're, trying, you're, trying, you're trying to get ASMR up on yeah. here, too. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's the soft, should, wet eye hole, man. It, it you should throw in moist. moist. Throw moistness. <laughs> soft, soft, wet, moist. Moist eye hole. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, uh, next, the cornrow security guard he's now walking down the same tunnel so i don't know why he's down there but he just gets spooked out of nowhere for some reason he takes off running uh again showing how much of a shitty security guard he is he's like he's the security guard if he hears somebody down there he should be running away from him be like dude get the fuck out of here before i call the cops that's your job is to get people out and go after them not run away from them you so again just terrible at their job Yeah, but you know you know mall security doesn't can't do shit (laughs) What would they have? They might, they might have mace if they're lucky. They have an expendable baton. I think they got he's tasers got, now. I don't know. You know. He's got. It's like like Paul Blart didn't have shit. Yeah. You know, this guy has even less than Paul Blart. He's got nothing. He's just wearing a white shirt and black pants. And that's all he's got. And all he can do is just talk shit. Like yep. I got a gun. Um. So, holy shit! Now at this point, he the killer shows up. He pops up out of the shadows, and the car's like, "Oh shit." He takes off running, and this is where we get some ridiculous shit going on. So ready, get ready for this ride um, of, of continuity wackiness. So this starts off in, like I said, the concrete tunnels of the basement, and then up some metal industrial stairs that look like they're in some sort of factory warehouse or some industrial building. Then he goes through a door, and for a millisecond, it looks like he's back in the mall because you see the white walls. But then he runs over to a fucking window with a lace curtain. I mean, he's clearly like in someone's bedroom or at least a room in somebody's house. I mean, there's fucking posters on the wall, for God's sakes. There's like posters. So he ran from what's supposed to be the basement tunnels of the mall up into like someone's bedroom. Like, what? Where is he supposed (laughs) to be? What is happening? What kind of like weird wormholes is he running through that's teleporting him <laughs> around? Like, I can't, I just lost my mind at this shit. Um, anyway, the cure pops up behind him, grabs him, pulls him down to the ground. The security guard begs for his life, but his pleas fall on deaf ears. And the cure just stabs him to death repeatedly. Uh, I did find it <laughs> kind of funny when the guard says, right before he gets killed, like, hey man, there's some rappers and singers you can kill them instead of me. Uh, and but so that's his one like going and he gets killed. So I do uh, like that the 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 pleas for mercy do fall on so so deaf. So so deaf ears. <laughs> ears. Damn it. I wish I but made that pun. <laughs> and uh yeah, he couldn't uh guess he couldn't hear him. Holler if you hear me. Yeah, he holler could couldn't hear him. No couldn't holler. hear him. Ugh. All right, so we cut back to Classy Ho, who stops at a water fountain to take a drink. 
Uh, behind her, we see some completely new guy just walk by. Like, who is this fucker? It's a complete random dude we've never seen before and you never see again. But he just walks in the frame, like walks past her, and that's it. Again, this mall is supposed to be closed. It's not like it's just some random shopper. Like, it's not the security guard. It's not one of the rappers. It's not a singer. It's not the Hisplasian. It's some completely new dude just shows up and disappears. Um, so he's gone. Uh, she, she pops some Advil or something. And that's when the killer leaps up from behind her from, like, the bathroom. Like, and grabs Classy Ho. Kills her by stabbing uh, the knife down her throat. Not into her neck, but, like, through her mouth, down her throat, and then drags her body into the bathroom. Um, and again, it doesn't look too bad. It's not great, but it could have been a lot worse for that kill. Yeah. But it's not terrible by any means either. Um, we jump back to the studio where everyone else is gathered again. More of the same arguing, mean yeah, talking, trash talking ensues. It all sucks. It all gives me a headache. It Yeah, it's the same thing over again. It's not like anything changed. It's nope. like, I feel like we went back in time, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, like, we, like, like, the, it's like you just, actually hit just, the skip back button or the, the you know, yes. Re, that yes. weird reverse yes. chapter select. You hit the backwards one. And uh, this, I think, I think it's this scene where I'm kind of like, okay, now I'm like, okay. The one guy is kind of like your DMX type rapper. He's more of your gangster rapper. Then they have the, the quote unquote white rapper, you know, I guess he's supposed to be like an Eminem type. Yeah. And then Juice, I guess, is supposed to be like an R and B guy. You know, like maybe like a Babyface or an Usher type of I don't know I character. Ludicrous. And, I know he's not R and B, but I don't know, like Ludicrous or something. I I don't. Well, know. I think he's more of a whatever. But yeah, they, they you, you start to see rappers, so I, I just assume I don't know. But you yeah. start to see these arch these like archetype care like all thrown together. But they're and, not even archetypes because archetype would mean that there's something that differentiates them from each other and they're all well, the that's, same that's, that there's no well, you know there's that, no that, that's, nerdy that's, guy that's, jack guy nerd you know uh whatever they're all just well that's that's let me let me let me go sorry you know because i mean you've got the the white token rapper the ghetto rapper the r&b guy i guess that's where you can get the archetype at least that's what i was getting um but at the same time it wouldn't make any sense to have you never see those mega you never see groups of performers like that together. The only time you've seen a group of like hip hop performers like in a big group at successful in any way would be Wu Tang. Wu Tang, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, Wu Tang. Uh and NWA was around for a while, but they all broke up because yeah. they just couldn't work together. But and they were Wu-Tang all the same was a type group before they got big. These guys are basically supposed to be solo acts that made. Like, I assume they're all like, you know, not a group. They're all solo. Yeah, they're not. But they dudes. came up together and they all hang. So you think they put them on like, like I don't know, just Wu-Tang, like crossovers, just... like they appear on each other's albums or something. <sighs> no, I mean you're right. They but they're all on the same label. Not the same right? label, but yeah, but like, I guess it doesn't mean they all inter- interact with each other. But uh, but again, it makes other dude because they all came up together. They're supposed to be boys and pals, right? homies and all this shit but they just all they do is hate each other uh like like right about the fight like always about the fight yeah like, and there's always, never and like, there's never any like backstory like hey you remember you know like where, where they actually show them being legit friends and like maybe maybe something drove them apart or that you know that, that there's nothing to indicate they were ever actually friends other than just being on the same label together because it but then really there'll comes be another scene the whole time then they'll just have another scene where they're just like 
hanging out, laughing, giving each other high fives. It's so bipolar. Yeah. It's so confusing. <laughs> um, at this point, I will say Short Ho uh, does a very nice looking body and some serious fucking abs. I mean, that bitch must have gone down to the corner gas station because she's got herself a six pack. And MC Cross-Eyed, he's sitting Boo. there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, MC Cross-Eye, he's still sitting there looking all retarded. I just, I keep waiting for like some drool to come dripping out of his side of his mouth. He's just looking. Dude, you are, you are killing me, man. You are (laughs) killing me. You are killing me. Juice and Scratch, uh, keep going back and forth. Like I said, it's annoying, repetitive, shitty. Juice leaves again. He storms off. We cut to the other security guard. Now he's down the tunnels for some reason. Why is there me on these tunnels? They're not maintenance workers. They're just like, everybody's in the tunnels. It makes zero sense to go down there. Uh, he turns a corner, finds Bald Ho's body, um, has like zero reaction to this, and just leaves. <laughs> like He's like, eh, all right, dead girl. And he turns the leaves and just gets stabbed in the chest and drops down dead. Like, and if you <laughs> blink, you miss it. It's so yeah. fast and glossed over. It's like it's not even an afterthought. It's an after after afterthought. This kill. You had you had you had the first security guard who was so <laughs> overacting and like, wah, wah, wah. and then you have this guy's like, oh, dead bitch, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you talk about again, fucking bipolar, fucking yin and yang. God damn. So, um. We go back to the police station where Officer Walker and Tots are going over the sniper murder case file. Uh, they're talking about Juice as the prime suspect. Short scene, but that's that's it. In the studio, uh, it's more of the same. At this point, I started tuning out and even started skipping forward. Like, I was like, fast forward at this point. I'm like, skip this, skip this. Yeah, um, I, I did the same thing. I'm also skipping over a scene between Asian Ho and Short Ho in the hallway talking about something that doesn't fucking matter. Because it doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter! Uh, so, Juice then tries... He gets in the booth and he tries to lay down a new track in the recording in, in the in the sound booth. Uh, and we learn at this point that he can't sing at all. Like, he he cannot sing. He's literally like, the worst singer. And I guess he is like the Millie Vanilli. Really, like, that's the thing. Like He really is Millie Vanilli. That somehow they all tuned him or did something. Or had like a ghost singer. Like, instead of a ghost writer, a ghost singer for him. And he made his... I don't know. There's some kind of conspiracy about him actually having selling albums, even though he can't sing at all. Um, Tahoe ends up leaving or trying to leave, but finds all the doors locked. Uh, and I'm like, you don't say, imagine that who would have thought the doors are fucking closed in the mall in the middle of the night would be locked. Like, it, and I don't know. Maybe one of the security guards actually did their job or something. I don't fucking know. Anyway, Tahoe walks down a hallway. Uh, she gets grabbed by the killer who leaps out from a maintenance room, pulls her into the room. Never did it be seen again. She's gone. Uh, more Juice and Scratch getting each other's faces. Scratch accuses Juice of killing Sniper in order to keep the fact that he can't sing a secret, which makes zero sense because that would ruin Sniper's rep too. If he if, if people found that Juice couldn't sing and Sniper was the one who's producing his albums, they would make Sniper look like a fraud and like a liar and just uh you know fraudulent. Marshall. Great. So. That's the Marshall. worst fucking alibi. You would want to keep him alive to keep. I, it doesn't make any sense. I don't know. Are you are you trying to make sense of this goddamn I, piece I can't of help shit? It. Movie. I, I gotta do, there's got to be something. I'm trying to. The writer had to have some 
train of thought in his mind that this somehow made sense. And I'm trying to figure that out. And I just can't. Well, I, I I, I've know. given up, man. I've, I'm almost, I've, I've gave up on the movie <laughs> and I'm about ready to give up on this podcast. I'm just going to sit here and be quiet so we can get through it. Oh, oh my God. God. Well, that's going to be fun for the listeners. All right, so, <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, MC Crosside and Jew Italian Ho, uh, they leave their studio together. As soon as they leave, Scratch then accuses MC Crosside of being the killer. Uh, the remaining four all start pointing fingers at each other. Short Ho ends up being a voice of reason saying, hey, it could, it could have also been a rival producer, guys. It might not have been any of us. could have been, you know, those, those fuckers from, you know, No Limit or something could have killed Sniper. It could have been some Tupac, Biggie Smalls bullshit, you know, going on here. Um, everyone gets up, leaves, except for Short Ho uh, with the Abs of Steel. Uh, we cut to MC Crossside and Jutalian, uh, Jutalian Ho. And it looks like they're sitting on like a graded floor in the tunnels. Like why, why would they be down there? Why would they be sitting on the concrete floor underneath on uh, the floor itself is also graded. The floor above them is graded Cause you see the light coming through this, like this ha- um, hatch uh, shadow pattern. Uh, I don't know why the fuck you'd be down there hanging out down there eating potato chips too, by the way, I just don't <laughs> understand why the filmmakers thought this was a good idea. Or that this yeah. would make for a good shooting location because it's dark, it's terrible. Um, I I, I kind of like the lighting though, like, but it's like this film, this scene where she goes down on you know cross-eyed, yeah, she ended up giving, uh, the world's shortest blowjob, <laughs> and, and it's like you left a studio which I think has more than one room, yeah. with couches and I know, stuff it like that. A mall, so to to go to a basement. On a graded floor yeah, to get a graded floor. It's not even like a nice solid floor, not hardwood and tile. It's like not even concrete. It's graded metal. That would not be comfortable to sit on. And let alone to go down on a dude on. Like, it's just terrible. This is the worst logic. And like, keep in mind, like I said, the blowjob is like two seconds. It's the shortest blowjob ever caught on film. Um, so, anyway, MC Crossside, he gets up to leave to go get a condom. Uh, because, like I said, every girl wants to get fucked on a graded metal floor in a tiny crawl space. Because that's where you want to do it. Um, anyway, somehow, somehow, this is even more unbelievable. The killer walks up to her like a ghost and just stabs her dead. And there's no fucking way that she wouldn't hear the killer's footsteps clanking on the metal graded floor. Like, this, you can't, there's no way. It, is, it would echo, it would clang, clang, clang. And he just, he's just there out of nowhere and stabs her dead. I hated it so much. It's its the worst. I, I It's... The other ones are bad with the killer just popping up all the time. Pop up, pop up, pop But this one is by far the cream of the crop as, as far as this shit goes. That makes zero... Like, it's its atrocious. Um, uh, yeah. This, this, there's, no, there's no redeeming quality no. about this killer either. No. Like, the other ones are like, yeah, decent blood effect, or it was kind of cinematic, or... Then look, this one just boo all the way around. Worst 100% kill. agree. Uh, MC Crosseye just goes back to the studio, leaving Jew Talion waiting like a punk. Well, as far as he knows, anyway, just leaves these are their waiting. I'm like, really? Like, you would, you, you, but you want to bang this girl? Like, hey, let's, I want to fuck you. And he just leaves her hanging in a fucking crawl space in the tunnels and goes chills with his boys in the studio. Like, what the fuck? And this is where we learned that supposedly MC Crosside has sold over 10 million rap albums by himself. 
Are you fucking kidding me? Come on. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah. And, and like, I love, I love how this ultra mega successful rapper dresses. It's yes. like a dirty t-shirt, kind of shitty pants. And like shitty baggy I, I, blue jeans. And just a plain, like baby blue colored baggy shirt. that's like four sizes too big for him. Uh, and that's it. There's no, there's no bling. I think he might have a tiny little necklace on, but no big bling, no watches. And he wears a stupid hat. He does wear a dumbass hat. Um, but God, yeah. The, even the wardrobe doesn't even, even remotely look like success at all. Maybe Juice, because I'm like he kind of has nicest that like. Dressed. Yeah, he he he's, he's the nicest he's, dress of all of them. Dude, he's got that R like that R and B look, like that late '90s kind of R and B look. It's like tight sweater. It's like a cashmere know, sweater or something like that. Very soft, like turtleneck sweater, and he's got like a sport coat or like a a jacket, not jacket, but like a leather coat or something on top of it. Uh, yeah, he's by far the most dapper uh, of everybody in this movie. I will give him. That. And he also kind of looks like uh, Black Groucho Marx. <laughs> dude you put glasses on those guy guy you put some fucking round glasses and give him a cigar it's black groucho marks <laughs> fucking love it It totally is <laughs> so anyway we get more more fucking yelling uh shit talking mean thugging and goddamn this shit's old and worn out I, I at this point i can't deal with it anymore i'm done too so i'm skipping ahead uh to a scene between juice and short hoe uh, and now these two end up making out, which is super fucking confusing because Juice's girl was bald ho, and now all of a sudden he's with short ho, who then was uh, I I can't keep track of what these again the relationships of these people make I can't are non-existent I, I don't get it I, there's no continuity here. Um, yeah, and this is this is where like you had this like Game of Thrones sort twist. I mean they keep talking about how they're family. Or yeah. like as close as family. You want to talk about one incestuous fucking family. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And like they like make out with this one. I'll make out with that one. Oh, I'm going to fuck that one. Oh, I, I used to date that one. You know, all in this tight little group. Yeah. Ugh. Exactly. Fuck my life. Uh, <laughs> um, so at this point, Juice starts uh, talking about. Uh, talking to her about how he's thinking about leaving the music world behind because he's got a couple of scripts and he wants to go out to Hollywood. Uh, and then, you know, we learned something about Juice actually got dropped from the label, apparently, or like, like they knew about it. Uh, Short Ho then says she was like, I guess, banging somebody else uh, behind, either behind Juice's back or when they were on a break. Or, again, I don't fucking know the relationships that. I don't know. Um, but Short Ho's like, I banged this dude. Um, and then, then she got knocked up. She, he got, she got knocked up and she had an abortion and dear God, this bit of information is drawn the fuck out. She milks this scene. This is like her trying to put again, her Oscar reel together. She is really milking this for every second of screen time. Holy fuck. Um, so I just want to, I just want to point something out here. You yeah. confirmed what I just assumed. Because when they're talking, I'm like, I can't fucking stand it. And I start fast forwarding, you know, it's like, you know, times two. So it's just going twice as fast. Right. And I could just see him like kissing, kissing. All of a sudden she's trying to say something. He looks like he's trying to get her to say something. She says something. All of a sudden his demeanor changes. She starts crying. It starts getting like, I'm like, I bet you anything. 
she he got her pregnant. <laughs> she had the an abortion, and now he's pissed. And boom, I was right. Well, it wasn't him. It was some other dude that got her pregnant, and she had an abortion. Oh, it was not well, juice, okay. not juices. Yeah. Um, gotcha. So yeah, close Aaron, enough. The, Fucking the, close the, enough. Very very close. Yeah, I mean, good on you for that. Um, so uh, hearing this, juice like, oh god, how could you? And she's like, baby, I'm sorry, baby, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry, baby, 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 baby. And she's like, oh, baby, come here, baby, honey. And they they get in, they they start kissing, and then Juice just changes to me, and he starts choking her, like just like two in the hands around the neck, starts choking a bitch, like Wayne Brady gonna have to choke a bitch. <laughs> um, but he releases her and tells her like, fuck off, I don't want to see you again, get out of here. Um, so short hoe runs off crying. Saying she's or how sorry she is, but she runs off crying. She runs into a bathroom where she pretty much instantly gets grabbed by the killer. Who I don't know why the killer's always hanging out in bathrooms because it's like the second or third time he's come out of a bathroom waiting for people. Just- I feel like the bathroom should get a credit for this fucking movie. <laughs> yes, just like the, the 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 one hallway and the red room and all the uh, David Sterling movies. We've yes. Done. Uh, yes, I agree. The bathroom should get top billing in this movie. Um, so the killer just grabs her, slams her face into the wall, knocks her out, but then just kills her anyway and just stabs her a bunch of times. She's dead. And at this point, I'm with Aaron. I just want to get through this bullshit, so I'm going to try to speed this up. Uh, <laughs> Juice is in the studio. Just, that's why I'm saying this is one of the worst <laughs> ones. It just kills your soul. It just kills your fucking soul. <laughs> Uh, Juice is back in the studio. He's having a pity party, and now he, he's he's like kind of in tears. He's like all depressed, and he's like listening to like the slow jams. Now he's he's pushed play. And he's like these slow, sad jams are playing. It's like I don't know, like the the quiet storm shit that like you used to hear back in like the nineties on late night. Dude, you got you gotta you gotta play music to match the mood, baby. Yeah, <laughs> I I got a great story about that really quick. All I right. got I gotta tell no, you. No, that's fine. Story. We need to take a break for this movie anyway. So let's get a little. Dark. Okay, all right. This is when I first first started playing, or start, first started dating my wife. Right. Okay. So she had a weird living situation. So she was still living with her ex boyfriend. They've been broken up for year, like a couple of years. That's right. Yes. You know? Yeah. I remember. Yes. I remember. Yeah. This. I forgot but, about like, it, but I remember. Yeah they still shared an apartment together and I just started first dating her. I'm like, is this going to be weird? Is this going to be weird? She's like, no, 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 it's okay. It's no big deal. I'm like, okay. So it's my first time to spend the night there. You know, I haven't sex with her and saying the night I get up in the middle of the night to go take a piss. The guy is in the living room, sitting on the floor, just hammered, just drunk. And he's surrounded by Del Taco and beer. <laughs> And he's playing Chris Isaac's <laughs> Wicked Game. Ah, oh, I say, oh, that's like a wicked good night. Don't talk on me. I'm in, but you know, he's playing Isaac. that. And I'm like, oh, I'm just trying to be as quiet as possible. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck this guy's gonna do if he sees me <laughs> in my underwear walking to the bathroom. So luckily, I get back to the room, no big deal. I'm like, that was fucking weird. This is so weird. I wake up in the morning to leave because I got to go to fucking work. And I wake up in the morning. The music. He put the song on repeat. The song is <laughs> playing over and over, and he's in. He's passed out on the floor in front of the door. So I have to step over him like he's a sleeping fucking guard dog while Chris Isaacs, you know, plays in the background. I'm like, and dude, I'm honestly thinking, why the fuck am I dating this girl <laughs> with this shit going on? And then wait, no, I marry her and have a kid. Yeah. <laughs> 
So it just God. goes to show you, she was it. a keeper if I had to put up with that shit. Yeah, I don't think I actually heard that story before, but I remember you oh, telling yeah. me about, I do remember you telling me about her living with her ex for a while when you first started, like, all those years ago. But, man, I, that's that's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. I love <laughs> Chris Isaac on repeat. On repeat. <laughs> Oddly enough, friends with the guy now. <laughs> Um, I remember he was a big RVD fan. He loved RVD. Oh, he loved pro wrestling. Yeah. I mean, he's a cool guy. He loves wrestling. He loves, like, he's a really into metal and horror movies and all that stuff. You know, he's not a bad guy. Just really weird. You ever actually ask him about that? Did you, that ever come up? No. Like, oh, hell no. <laughs> Fuck no. All right. Let's finish this out. Um, so, yeah, Juice, Pity Party, Slow Jam, Crying. Um, in comes Scratch, so of course you know where this shit's going is headed. Uh, only this time they finally end up fighting each other and coming to blows. Well, okay, well that's a bit of an over exaggeration because this fight looks more like a rapper slap fight than a fight. <laughs> it's you know, you think we're two hard thuggish ghetto rappers? They'd be like, "Come on, motherfuckers!" It's a goddamn slap fight. They never, they never should have had that pussy because they just no. talk and talk tough talk and talk and talk and puff chest puff chest yeah the whole yeah. fucking movie here we go they're finally gonna fight and they literally are like dry humping on the floor slapping yeah, each I've other seen more convincing fights come from wwe bra and panty matches back in the early 2000s in this fight dude like, the krampus fight the the movie krampus yeah. the the original one you know the shitty one with the paramilitary wannabes yes they had that slow motion fight in the bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. That was better than this. <laughs> the slow motion that wasn't slow motion. It was just them moving really slowly. <laughs> <laughs> they were just moving super slow. <laughs> like we didn't have the we don't have the money to actually do slow motion, so everybody just punch real slow and make it look like it's slow motion. Everyone just moves slow. <laughs> <laughs> Someone walks by in the background at normal speed. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so anyway, MC cross-eyes, he comes in, breaks it up, and then Juice leaves. Back at the police station, Tots finds something in the fi- files, the paperwork, that gives him a revelation, and he, 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 he rushes out of the office. He's like, oh, I gotta go. Uh, so Scratch then sends MC cross-eyes away. So he, say, he sends MC cross-eyes to go find Juice so that he can have some alone time with Asian Ho. Uh, Asian Ho at this point is probably the only character I have even somewhat like in this movie. She's the only one who's not like just a terrible fucking person and annoying. Um, they start kissing and then scratch. I swear to God, I can't, I'm not making this shit up. People. This is not a joke. This is not a bit. I can't believe this fucking happens or why, but for some ungodly reason, Scratch pulls out a fucking Zorro mask from his pocket and puts it on. Like, come on, baby. Like, what? Are you a Zorro mask? What the shit is happening? I'm not kidding, guys. A goddamn Zorro mask. He pulls it out of his pocket and puts it on in the middle of making out with this girl. Like, just, and then he leaves. He doesn't, he puts on the mask and leaves. Like he's got to go, I don't know, save a damsel from getting run over by a train or, or carve a Z in a wall somewhere. Like what is happening? I I don't get it. Um, We cut to MC Cross-Eyes out in the mall somewhere where he gets jumped by the killer. 
But he actually tries to p fight off the killer for the first. This is the first one ever to actually put up a fight with a can of Pepsi as his weapon of choice. MC Cross Eyes decks the killer a few times with the Pepsi can, but the killer gets the upper hand, takes the Pepsi can, beats MC Cross Eyes down with it, then kills him by jamming the Pepsi can down MC Cross Eyes' throat, which oh, it doesn't look terrible. Again, not a bad effect. For a soda can shoved down a mouth, could have been like, Pretty good. Pretty solid. I'm not yeah. going to argue that. Yeah. Uh, my one know was too bad it wasn't a Twisted T can because maybe MC <laughs> Cross Eye would have won the fight. So, I don't know. Uh, and man, man, I feel bad for Twisted, for, for you know, Cross Eyed MC because <laughs> he's got, he can tell his mouth is open and he's got a goddamn can shoved in his mouth and yeah. his eyes are twitching. You can tell he's just like, oh, yes, thank you. I forgot to mention. He's supposed to be dead, but his eyes keep twitching. He can't stop his eyes, like, twitching and blinking, though. And it's, like, a close-up of his face, too. It's not a far shot. It's a close-up, and his eyes are just, like, twitching the whole time. <laughs> it's pretty fucking funny. Um, so, jump to Asian Ho, walking through the mall. She finds MC Cross-Eyes' dead body sitting on a bench. So, again, the killer picked up the body and propped him up on a bench? Like... Why? I, I, it's so weird. I, I don't get this. Um, she takes off running and runs right into Juice, who has blood on his shirt for some reason now. And, yeah. And pleading with her to come with her, to help him. Like, come with me. You gotta help me. We gotta go. Scratch shows up doing the same thing on the opposite side of her from the other end of the Scratch was like, we gotta go. We gotta go. Fuck him. No, come with me. And it's a back, whole back and forth. Like, he's the killer. No, he's the killer. You know, that thing. But now the killer shows up behind Juice, stabs him in the back. But oh shit, what's the twist? A second killer pops up behind Scratch and tries to stab him. But Scratch catches the killer's arm mid-stab. The second killer and Scratch struggle while Asian Ho stands there screaming. Scratch breaks free, takes off running with, with Asian Ho following behind. And the two killers chase after him. So Scratch and Asian Ho duck into an office where they find Deuce dead in a chair. Uh, they hide under their desk as one of the killers enters the room. Scratch grabs a pen off the desk, leaps out, stabs the killer a few times with it, killing him dead. So they pull the mask off the killer. And when we see the face of the killer, at this point, I have no idea who the fucking clue it is because the lion's really bad. But I thought it was Deuce. I don't know. But... I don't know. I think Asian Ho says it's, yeah, she says, oh, it's Deuce. But again, that makes zero fucking sense because isn't Deuce the one dead in the office chair behind them? Yeah, and we saw Deuce get murdered. Yes. Yes, you did. Like, yeah. I, 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 I don't. Oh, this. Uh, I, I, uh. Um, so they leave the office and go back into the hallway where we see the other killer waiting to ambush them. Like, seriously, like, there is a shot like the killer just like, hiding behind the corner. Like, <laughs> it's like something you've seen like a Bug Bunny cartoon or something like <laughs> or like a spy versus spy the black spy is hiding behind the corner waiting for a white spy to come around um, so um, where was I I lost my thought lost my, lost my thought okay so the uh, this killer number two leaps out attack scratch but he's able to pin the killer up against the wall forces the killer to drop the knife Asian O picks it up at this point a Detective Walker shows up ordering everyone to freeze. 
which they do. The killer then goes and stands behind Detective Walker, who tells the killer to take off the mask so they can see who it is before they die. So we get another fucking twist. The second killer takes off the mask and we see that it's Tahoe who turns out to be Walker's sister, I believe. Yeah. So now Lieutenant Tots pops up, ordering Walker to drop his gun. Walker's like, fuck you, Tots, to which Tots responds by just shooting Tahoe with one shot kills her. Just blam! He's <laughs> like, what the fuck? I, mean, I don't think that's proper police procedure. This is fucking murder. <laughs> he just fucking murders her. Grant, she's a murderer herself, but she just murders this girl. One shot, bang, she's dead. <laughs> so, um, Walker drops the gun, kicks it away. Scratch asks if there are any more surprises. With that, Deuce leaps out from nowhere at Tots, but just dies. <laughs> He's like, ha! And then just falls on the ground dead. Um, so... I'm so confused by Deuce. Is he dad alive? Or does he have a twin brother? Is there an evil Deuce and a good Deuce? I don't know. Is that why he's named Deuce? Because there's two of them? I don't fucking know. Oh, baby. The, du- the double Deuce. The, the double, double Deuce. deuce. <laughs> um, anyway, that distraction does allow Walker to pick his gun up again. Um, a standoff ensues along with the cliche exposition dump of why they all did this. Uh, turns out that Walker and Tahoe, I think, are also siblings with Deuce, I think. I think they're all related. And somehow they were supposed to get $10 million out of this some way. I don't know if it was maybe those unreleased tracks that we talked about earlier Again, or, or something the, else. I don't know what the plan was and why. The shitty writing, the shitty writing, the shitty sound quality, the, the lack of enunciation. Yeah. We have no idea what's happening at your climax of the movie. We're just as confused as we were when the movie fucking started. Yeah. The one point you want to make sure people actually understand is why this is happening. You can't, I don't know what the, I, there's, I have no idea what the motive for this, what their plan was, how, why, who, I, I, I don't know. Uh, uh, and at this point, I just don't fucking care anymore either. And I've checked out. So I do know that Tots shoots Tahoe a second time just for good, just to piss off Walker. Walker's he's just talking. He's like, fuck you. Bam, bam. He shoots the dead sister again. And, and the acting is fucking hot garbage at this point. It, it's awful. Um, now Juice pops up after being stabbed in the back, shoots Walker in the back with a gun. Where, who the, where did he get a fucking gun? Did he have it this whole time? If so, why was he not? What? Where did his third gun come from? It came so from here's, nowhere. Here's, here's my thought. And this is, I was confused by this too. This is what I thought maybe. When Walker put his gun down and kicked it, he kicked the shit out of it. He kicked it really far away. But he like, picks it up because he's holding it. But that's the thing. That's, that's the thing. You never see him pick it back up. So I'm like, did he have a second gun? No, you do like, see him pick it back up. You, you see him pick it up when uh, when Deuce jumps Tots and yeah. Tots gets distracted. You see Walker pick the gun back up. I must I must have missed that part because when he kicked the gun away, he kicked it like he does. He kicks it really fucking far, which is another reason why it makes no sense that he picks it up again. Um. <sighs> so anyway, Juice shoots Walker in the back like twice. Um, Scratch and Asian Ho 
start they grab Juice and start carrying him away. As Tot shares some final words with Walker before he dies, it doesn't fucking matter what's said. It, it just who cares? White out. It screen fades to white. Roll credits, dude. This, That's this the ending movie. part. This ending part, like the the Asian, I keep, yeah, I can't remember his name. The the Asian Edward James almost Tot. is talking to Walker. Yeah, you know, and he Walker's like, I've always been too pretty to wear a vest. Yeah. And yeah, then, that's, then the, that's, his, that's his dying word. I've been, I'm too pretty to wear a vest. And then Tots, I guess that's his name. Yeah, yeah. Tots. Then he's like, he calls it in like, we got a man down, several casualties. As his three witnesses. Walk as his walk three away. survivors. Yeah. With was, one, one is bleeding out, like horribly injured. stabbed at least. Yeah, stabbed just, a few times. walking away. Walk and away. he gives zero fucks. Yeah, no, like, wait here for the ambulance, guys. <laughs> Fuck you! Just let him decide to go, and that's what's even more bullshit about this movie. Because the two worst characters, Scratch and Juice, who are terrible—they're the worst. I mean, they survive. They're the people who live. The two worst characters who wouldn't shut up in the whole (sighs) movie. Are you kidding me? God damn it! This movie's fucking bullshit. Anyway, that's the movie. That's holla if you hear me kill you. Fuck it. Let's move on to favorite kill. Don't act like you didn't love it. Favorite kill. All right, man. What we got this week? So, like we we already we did comment. You know, one of the the only silver lining is the kills aren't horrible, and that's a really low bar because yeah. they're not great either. No, not um, by any no I mean, stretch of imagination. So, uh. I honestly think my favorite kill is Sniper, um, in the, the opening one. Really? You know, it's it's done okay. pretty good. Like it's he's in the shadows. He comes out, does a quick, you know, a nice throat slash motion. The the care the actor Sniper who pro- unfortunately died first and only had a few. He may have been a better actor than everyone else. <laughs> fucking movie. who knows? He never, didn't get much. Ch- if, yeah, he didn't get much chance to. But his his death scene was pretty good. Like he sold it well. You know, he didn't overact. He, he had a, he, blood pouring down. He fell down. He coughed up great mouth blood. It was splattered back on his face. He, you know, sold it pretty well. That was my favorite kill. All right. Um, you know, I'm not prepared. I, w- I should have been prepared. I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I will say the blood effects for him were probably the best blood effects overall. Yeah. But the kill is so fast. Um MC Cross-Eyed and Classy Ho getting the knife in the throat was pretty good. Quick, but solid. And MC Cross-Eyed getting killed with a Pepsi can. That's a first. I'll give him credit. We haven't had that one before. Pepsi can death. Um, So that's pretty good. So, and he did try to fight back. I'm going to, I think I'm going to go MC Cross-Eyed because he got beat down with a fucking Pepsi can. And so, I mean, that's just ridiculous and funny. Yeah. So I'm going to go MC Cross-Eyed. Um, there's our favorite kills. Let's move on to the odds and ends. Just when you thought it was over, here comes the odds and ends. All right, so ratings. Uh, IMDb gives it a 5.6 out of 10. 5.6 out of 10. Are you kidding me? Um, Rotten Tomatoes, it shows up on the site if you search for it, but there is no thermometer or audience score yet. But it is actually like there. There's just no one's actually, <laughs> no one's giving it any score. So I can't say it's in the zero percent club yet because it doesn't even have a zero. It, there's nothing there yet. Um, 
And Amazon, uh, a one out of five on Amazon, which All I right. think is the lowest Amazon rating we've ever had on this show. Or I think time. it is. I don't know I if think, we've ever had think... Most of time we barely get anything lower than a three, maybe a two. But I don't know if we've ever had an actual one out of five on this show. Wow. Before. But wow. IMDb gives it a five out of ten, almost a six. So anyway, uh, trivia, nothing. I could, There's nothing. Um, same with the budget, unfortunately. I couldn't find anything on the budget for this movie. Um, really quick on the trivia. Yeah. I, want, I just want, want to mention something. Did you watch any of the extras? No, I did not watch the extras. Okay, so I guess this 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 might go under trivia. Because I, to me, I know, thought the extras were just like trailers So for shit. So I didn't watch They, they were. They okay. were. And I think because the only way you can watch this is actually on disc. Yeah. So I'm just going to mention it now. I watched three trailers. Okay. One of them was called Ski Wolf, which looks like a uh, teen wolf, but with like it's skiing, which looked kind of <laughs> silly, like super low budget. I was like, okay, whatever. The one was Terror at Blood Fart Lake. Oh, hey! Uh, and it's not a preview, it's literally a music video. What? With, with all the characters. All the characters are there and they're just like singing and dancing to this like house dubbed song called um, Reanimator. It's like reanimate your feet, get dancing on the floor. And it's like all the characters, oh my you know. God. I have to, I'm going to have to go back and watch this now. I never thought I'd it, get that disc out It's again, like three Jesus. minutes long. It's a goddamn music video. And then it just says at the end, Terror Blood Fart Lake. And, you know, it has the, the, <laughs> the guy in the scarecrow type mask. Yeah. Dance. They're all doing dances and stuff. And, Oh, it's fucking weird. God, that's. I and then the last that. one I saw was called "I Spit on Your Corpse and Piss on Your Grave." <laughs> and holy shit, this trailer blew my goddamn mind. <laughs> it's another low budget movie, and the trailer basically just has. Of like a, a, I guess it's some sort of like lesbian looking chick with her just full front bush, <laughs> clothes out, tits out. She's there's a there's there's her like torturing someone in a basement. He's got this big fat guy, no pants on. He's taking a shit on the floor. <laughs> you can see his balls and his dick hanging out. He's handcuffed. She starts shoving his face into the shit. Um, there's other pictures of her like fucking another guy, like again, full on nudity, full on bush. Then she takes a fucking like broom handle, puts a condom on it, shoves it up a guy's ass, and starts fucking him with it. And I'm like, this is a trailer for a movie. <laughs> My mind is blown. I'm just watching this. God mouth damn, open. I wish I would watch it. I'm gonna have to pull that disco and actually watch this because that sounds amazing. I have to see this. I have Holy to see this. shit! This looks like a fucking car wreck, like nine millimeter esque snuff fit. Like this is like the borderline kind of like this might need to like have like, <laughs> some sort flagged. of regulation. <laughs> you know, like this. This is this has got like warning, warning, warning all over it. <laughs> Someone probably got hurt. Me. Right, we might have to. <laughs> yeah. We might have found a movie we're gonna have to do in the future. <laughs> I have to get my hands on that. Uh, I, I don't know if I could go down that road, dude. <laughs> the trailer, just the trailer made me want to take a shower. Ah. Man, that's ins- I wish I would watch that. No, I missed out on those. So here's some trivia for you. Okay. The fucking bonkers extras 
on it's better than the goddamn movie. Oh, all right. It's, uh, it's better than the movie we just watched. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> it sounds like it, man. It sounds awesome. Um, all right, so that's let's move on to our Mortal Kombat. Com- At the end of this day, one shall stand, one shall fall. versus wrong light versus dark in the end when the dust settles who will be left standing after mortal comet combat all right so uh this week there are like i said there are only two reviews on amazon two both of them are one star so i had to go to imdb to find anything remotely any kind of remotely positive reviews on this movie um and to kick things off, from Mr. Phineas, who gives it a 10 out of fucking 10. For Jesus Christ. So, he writes, This is a great independent film. The actors in the film were really good, and it was a true testament to what crafty filmmaking could be done on a small budget. For this to be a hip-hop horror flick, here were some really... Yeah, that's how... Here were some really suspenseful moments in the film that made you jumped, while others may have appeared cliched. Not cliche, but cliched. All in all, the movie kept you guessing from start to finish. I also like the comedic edge, especially coming from the one security guard character. He almost stole the movie in his brief appearance. The Scratch character was also hilarious, and I enjoyed the banter between him and the white rapper. Holla, if you hear me, will definitely be one for the DVD collection. 10 out of 10. Fuck you, Mr. Phineas. <laughs> Jesus Barf. Christ. Uh, D-Willy 5. If you're an avid viewer of horror movies, Holla, if you hear me, is a movie you want to see. The movie keeps you wandering and the outcome is not what you expect and the killer is who you least expect. Movies that keep you in suspense are the movies that keep you entertained. This is pretty, there is plenty of bloodshed with gory details. Kudos to the cast, characters, producers, directors, writers, and the artists responsible for the gory details. Mark Harris displays his versatility, versatile skills, talents, and abilities with his creation of Holly, if you hear me, and was definitely a writer and director in the industry who is going, in the industry is the, I'm sorry, is a writer director the industry is going to enjoy. Mark, I look forward to more. All right, so five out of ten for Mr. Rush Knight. I have never cared so much. I've never, I'm sorry. I've never had much care for hip-hop music and rap. The rap, the stuff my friends listened to sort of bored me or made me outright sick. The entire genre seems to be immersed in violent imagery, so it never a surprise to me that the writers of such music behave in an aggressive and angry fashion. They talk big all the time. It seems to be their name of the game. So I was actually sort of excited by the prospect of a gangster rap slasher film. I would love to see how tough they really are. So I watched it. It's been done a million times, a million different ways. And this one brings the color, har har, pun intended, of the rapper yeah. lifestyle to the mix. That's why the usual cliches make a turnabout. They don't trust the police. They usually... They they usually incredibly racist and cross crass language. Most of this most of its street talk you can barely comprehend, etc. Surprisingly, did not have all. Surprisingly, they did not all have loaded guns stuffed down their shorts. It all goes black. Oh man, the puns! And they were slowly start to realize people are missing. 
As it turns out, rappers die like everyone else, perhaps even a little easier since the killing blows seem to happen pretty quickly without too much fuss. One aspect I found fairly interesting is that there doesn't seem to be any real protagonist in the film. It leaves you unable to really latch onto anyone as a likable character. But I do give them credit for bringing their own style to this film. They all seemed very natural in their parts. While this particular movie was not really well produced, I think the idea is worthy of another shot. Better film and a more cohesive and believable storyline. And I think this one could be really great. For now, it's just okay. That was a weird one with the black people puns. Yeah, they kind of, kind of really, borderline racist. Yeah. yeah. Like, that, I was like, that's weird to write that down. Right. Like, that's, that's, that's kind of like showing your cards. You yeah. Know? <laughs> um, but, uh, but, but it's, it's also, it's also a weird review because with a movie like this, you're yeah. not having a lot of reviews. You got people either, either they're, they love it and they're probably friends with the people who made it. Yeah. <laughs> or they completely hate it like us. Yes. Which uh, absolute dog shit. The one star reviews, the two to be in the middle, to be in the middle is really weird. Yeah, it's a weird place to be. This is not a middle-of-the-road movie, I don't think. Uh, so moving on to one stars, the two one-star reviews from Amazon, from Pop Imp. Right, I try to be supportive of black films and businesses, support my race, but this movie was lower than low budget. I knew this was going to be a low-budget B-movie, but some of this was just too ridiculous. The plot was all right at first, but when it got confusing at the end, but then it got confusing at the end, Okay, if you are a record producer with a million dollar worth of music tracks, why would you be living in the projects, driving an 80s model blazer, not hooked up with rims and speakers? I normally don't like telling people of movie and just let them watch it for themselves, but this was a waste of time money. It's about a record producer who got killed and all of his recording artists are all suspects. Uh, they all start blaming each other and arguing. As the story goes, you see how each of them had a reason for killing him, but one by one they start getting killed. Uh, they're all this, uh, this big building. They got a security guard walking around the dark flashlight, supposedly major recording studio. Now I keep falling asleep before the end. Uh, I start falling asleep before the end. Every time I get confusing because there were more than one killer dressed up in a mask and something about a something about a cop being involved as well. The end didn't make any sense at all. I would, wouldn't waste any money on this. I would, I spent around $5 for it. And I'm highly upset for spending that much. One star. Uh, that's what I spent on this movie. Actually 10 cause I bought it twice. Um, from Morgan, <laughs> Uh, without a doubt, top five worst movies of all time. I don't know why people even realize stuff realize stuff that horrible, and I only watched two minutes of it, before, then broke the disc and threw it. Wow! <laughs> if rather, okay, this is this is one is bad, right? So, okay, all right. Why people even realize stuff that horrible, and I only watched two minutes of it, then broke the disc and threw it. Wow! If if rather chew my arm off than try to watch it again. Ah ha! Well, IFK, what else to say besides good luck? If you buy this, really, the seller should pay you to take the DVD. I'd give it negative stars if I could. Um, so there we have it. That's what the other people's takes. Let's give it our final review. I don't think there's any surprise we're in this week, Aaron. Uh, <laughs> you want to kick it off and let's get, let's get this over it, with. <laughs> it seemed like the movie broke the last reviewer's brain. <laughs> Yeah. Like he couldn't form cohere coherences afterwards, and I'm having trouble speaking apparently, so because this movie was just so bad, it's scary. I mean, and and when I say it's so bad, it's scary. I'm I'm telling you, this one's way up there, really high up there. Like with some of the worst of the worst that we've done, it's it's a contender for sure. Um, compared to all the other Black History Month movies we've made. This one's my least favorite. It's the worst. And we're talking holla if I kill you, you know, 
um, you know, it's oh, hollow if I kill you, not holler if you hear me. Kill yeah, you. it is hollow if I kill you. Hollow if I kill you was better than this. Mm. Crips was better than this. Mm-hmm. I'll give you that one. The horrible Dr. Bones leaves some bounds better than this. Actually, I will agree with you on that one. Now, holler, if, the other holler if, if, holler if I kill you, that one, I don't know. But, but probably, least, yeah, at least the, there's, it's not all the damn shouting and, 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 and ghetto thugging. Like, it, it's not. It had. It had a story. Yeah, it did like have a you story. You followed the story. Yeah. You had the failure rapper, or pardon me, the failure comedian, comedian. the guy who was a shitty comedian. He was kind of, like, he was a lovable loser. There was something about it, you know, Actually, and there were other the thing was he was a successful that, comedian for a while. He was top of the world, and then his stick just well, yeah. got old, and people stopped caring. You know, yeah, he, he, he became like a lovable loser in a, in a way, you yeah. know. You're almost rooting for him to like do well on stage. Now the movie fucking sucked. It was yes. horrible, yeah. but it's so much better than this movie. And this movie, we've seen low budget done well. It's not it has nothing to do with the money. I mean, look at Terror Blood Fart Lake, which I just brought up. You know, that's that's a fucking home run. Yeah. So much fun, great movie. You know, we've talked about Pork Chop. We've talked about several other movies that are low budget that just you know do pretty well. Yeah. So it's not the money factor. It's the execution, and it was executed so poorly, so bad with the acting, the script, and the delivery. Everything was just so shitty, and you can tell the writing was so bad, not just because of the story itself, but I bet you anything, you know, when they're in the studio and they're all talking over each other, the writer just says, okay, talk about a past experience you guys might have had, go. (laughs) <laughs> and so everyone's just talking over each other, making shit up. And it's so obvious and so apparent. And it makes you just want to fucking scream at the TV. You're making a goddamn movie. Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> <sighs> Man, it, it's, it really makes me question what I'm doing with my life. Doing these goddamn movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can't fucking stand it. So bad. It's scary. Um. Yeah, I'm not even. I'm not gonna joke or anything. Yeah, hundred percent. So bad, scary. This movie. I, I I was gonna actually. You brought it up. You did it yourself. I was gonna ask you which ones. If you between this and last week's and some of the other ones, which where you rank them. But this, I agree. This is. This is God. It's definitely one of the worst. Uh, especially of the Black History movies we've done. This is definitely probably the worst. I, I agree. oh by Chris, far. Chris yeah. is better. Uh, Holla if I kill you. Like I said, it's close, but better. Dr. Bones, as terrible as that was, is better. Um, yeah, the other two Holly movies and Killjoy, like, they're all better. Uh, like, this probably ranks up there with, like, I put this up there with, like, No Mercy, uh, which I know you hated that one. That was probably, I thought that might be your all-time worst one we've done, but that's up there with that for sure. Um God, yeah, it's so bad, scary guys. Don't, don't, yeah, do not track this there. down. Don't track this down. It's up there with the lake fears. Stay, stay away from this thing. Uh, if, if you, for some reason, you can buy on Amazon, but I do not suggest doing it. Don't be a chump like me and buy it. Um, just, just yeah, stay our away. Friend, our, our, our friend, uh, Cincinnati Jeff from Here Comes a Spooky Podcast was saying, like, oh, where can I get it? I want to watch it. Go make sure. Like, don't. don't. Do not. <laughs> do not. Um, do not. If and, you really want to watch it, you can, guys, I'm check, sure check you, out Aaron this, will let you borrow his copy. Check out, <laughs> you know, check out Here Comes a Spooky Podcast, too. They, they, they do some great stuff. They actually watch some good movies. Yeah, they watch so. good ones. Um, 
So yeah, if you want the opposite side of the coin, go go check them out for the good stuff, and then come back here for the shit. Um, yeah, we do. Uh, so anyway, uh, that's gonna do it for us, um, guys. Uh, we're gonna wrap up here, but uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for staying, uh, sticking with us. Oh, uh, st- oh. real real quick, real yeah. quick. Uh, I get my second vaccination on Saturday. And then I'm going to wait one week for immunity buildup, and I should be back in studio in about two weeks. Yeah, back in studio! Dude, I cannot (laughs) fucking wait. I gotta give a shout-out to all the moon goons who are still listening to the show considering the last year we've done Probably all five of them left out there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's it's not nearly as good quality. I know the banter isn't as good because we can't play off each other right here and there, but Really appreciate you guys still listening. Really appreciate you guys still doing this. They're following us. Um, but I'll be back in studio in a couple of weeks. I mean, this virus, we're, we're just super duper safe about it because of, you know, our baby, we're new parents, but you know, now we're getting vaccinated. There's no, there's, it's time to get back to living, man. I can't fucking wait. Yeah. Um, it's, I'm, I'm super pumped to have you get you back in studio and get this rolling again. Um, I have, Next week's movie, our next episode, or it's not next week. I'm not going to say next week because we're thinking where things going. Who knows if it's going to be next week. could be two weeks. Hopefully it'll be this weekend, but I'm not going to promise anything. But I do know what movie it is. We have the movie picked out. We're just going to make sure we get it recorded next. Uh, we are taking a little deviation from Black History Month to take, do, do this movie because it's one I've been wanting to do since the day we started this podcast. And now that it's streaming, I'm super excited about doing it. Uh, I'm not going to reveal what it is yet, but I cannot wait. I know it's it super is, you fun. goddamn bastard. Uh, no, it's called a cliffhanger. You get him to come back. You come back. You find out. And if you want to find out what it is, follow us on Facebook and Instagram where we drop that knowledge. At least on Facebook, anyway. Um, so, all right, guys. You know what to do. You remember, watch more horror movies. And remember to always keep it tight. <laughs>